It had really gotten to the point where for most of my weekend, I would be in bed trying to recharge, trying to get back to my level of energy because I had lost so much energy during the week. Being surrounded by people who were just extroverts, more outgoing than me, and who wanted to involve me in everything. It wasn't until I read an article that said that extroverts have a tendency to think that they are always welcome that I realized that actually I had to be the captain of my own well-being and of my own feeling of being overwhelmed at work and that I had to actively do some changes. Welcome to The Shyest in the Room, your podcast on career advice for introverts like me. If you are shy or socially anxious, but you want to build your career and you want to be successful in your career, then this is the podcast for you. So like I said, I read this article where it said that extroverts have the tendency to think that they are always welcome, that People would love to talk to them, involve them in things. And we spend on average, what, north of 45 hours a week surrounded by people that we did not choose. And for me personally, like at work, this can be very draining. It can be very overwhelming. So I really need time to recharge. And maybe you can picture, take a time right now to picture someone who's always popping in to say good morning and then stays for a conversation. Or someone who always wants to drop by your office and have a chit-chat. Or someone who, if you go to lunch together, manages to talk through the entire lunch and maybe barely lets you speak. Or someone who just loves to call or text all day, even while you're at work, or maybe you're even working in the same office, you know, to communicate with you, to tell you some stories or some gossip or whatever it is, you know, and if you don't reply, then that person gets a little bit aggravated about that. So these, of course, are all extremes. But if you feel like me, that, you know, you feel like your energy levels are too low after work, then I know for sure you have experienced one of these characters. And there might be different variations out there. But what I found is what I used to let people do is that I used to let them drag me along. You know, I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to tell them that, hey, I was actually looking forward to having lunch alone or that, you know, I would tell them, you know what, I'm so busy right now. Like, can we just talk later? Or even in the morning when someone comes in to say good morning and just has to tell you the whole life story from, I don't know, the day that what happened the day before or whatever. I didn't want to be rude, you know, and throw them off. So I used to let them drag me into that. And it would take my energy all through the day. And actually, I was so exhausted that sometimes at night, I would just come home, fall onto my bed and do nothing. I wouldn't even cook. So I started eating unhealthy and I started eating um, like pre-processed foods. And even at work, sometimes it would drain me so much, especially very exhausting lunches, that in the second half of the day, I would get very not unproductive, but I would get unfocused and I would make mistakes. Or for example, I would write an email that, you know, had some important, either would go out to a bigger audience or something. So I would read through that email like 20 times to make sure it's correct and still find little mistakes here or there because I was just unfocused. So I actively decided I had to stop that. I had to be in control of my energy and I had to really be in control who I'm giving my energy to. 
Now for me, the first thing I did is I changed my mindset. My mindset of feeling that I had to always please people. I always start, I have to entertain everyone. You know, if someone comes to me looking for entertainment, I have to do that. Or for example, if someone wants to come for lunch with you, you have to take them. I needed to realize that it's not rude to say no to something, but that's actually me putting myself first. And this takes a bit of time and it also takes some training, trust me. But people will understand that. You cannot expect someone who's extroverted to completely understand you. They don't understand where you're coming from. They don't understand how much one lunch maybe with that person takes away from you. And it's not their fault. I can't blame them. But what I do know is... I have to be in control. I have to be in control of my own boundaries and my own limits and how much I can handle. Because let's face it, nobody knows best, right? But me, only I know how much I can handle. The other thing is when I say no, I say it with a smile. Because like I said before, I don't want to be rude and I can't really blame anyone, but I need to find breaks for myself and I need to do certain things. Like for example, going for lunch alone for me gives me a lot of energy. Like it helps me refocus. It helps me just put myself back together. And this is a practice. Like I started doing that and it's giving me so much. So if someone asks me, I say no, but I say it with a smile. I still try to be nice. Just say, you know, they don't have to find an excuse. But when you say no to someone or you decline someone or even in the morning, like if someone stops in, you can, I always say good morning. I'm happy to whoever says good morning to me. Don't get me wrong. But if they want to stop in to have that first morning conversation, I try to be like, you know what, I'm just starting with something already. Let's have a talk later or something, you know, just to make sure that if I'm not in the mood right now or I cannot do this, that I know where my energy reserves lie and that I keep my energy together. And this also is the next point that you don't really need to live up to everyone's expectation. It took me some time actually to realize that, but I only have to live up to my own expectations. And my own expectations is that I come home from work and I actually still have a life. You cannot just have a life on the weekends. And even then I used to sleep most of the time. And some of my friends were like, like really close people to me were like, why we don't see you anymore? Like you just go missing for like a whole day, no text, nothing, because I would just turn off my phone. I would just be alone reading or go for walks or something, but I would just treasure being alone because I was exhausted. And the higher you climb in your career, the more responsibilities you get, the more stressful work gets. So you need your batteries to be fully charged. And whatever it is that makes you happy, whether it's going for a run or yoga or reading, whatever it may be, that's up to you. When I realized that when I was doing these things, I was still not being fully recharged. I realized that I have to only live up to my own expectations, no one else. So if I go to lunch alone, I go to lunch alone. If you can't handle this, I'm sorry. I can't do anything. I need that. I need that for myself. Again, the more you climb in your career, the more responsibilities you get and you want to keep pushing, right? You want to be good. You want to succeed. You need your energy levels. You cannot let someone, just because they're more extroverted, more outgoing than you, take your energy because then you can't be successful. You need that. And, you know, a little hack here, what I actually used to do is <laughs> I used to start to go to lunch super early. Like, I don't know, I would go 1130 or whenever it, whenever it would be appropriate to start going for lunch. 
because maybe then other people were not hungry yet, so I could be actually alone and have some peace. You need to really, really know what you can handle. I see a lot of introverts blaming extroverts for taking their energy. But you know what? You are in charge of your energy. You are in charge of what is going on. So yes, there are situations like team outings that also overwhelm me and I hate them and I blame someone else for that. Yeah, because I didn't schedule that, but somehow you have to attend it, what to do. But when it comes to my normal schedule at work, when it comes to what I do, meetings take so much of my energy, but those are required to get the job done. So I can't lose my energy in chit chat I don't want to be a part of, in lunches where I have to listen to other people's problems that I don't want to be a part of, in entertaining people with calls or text messages all day. Like I just cannot be a part of that. So look at your workday, really evaluate who you are surrounding yourself with. What are people, let's really say people here, um, that drain your energy? And I don't blame them, but just make sure that you organize, well, let's just say organize, but that you plan your energy and that you really know where your energy resources lie, how much you can give, and that you see when something is really taking a lot of your energy and making you feel drained, overwhelmed, anxious that you try to limit those situations because you will have enough of those situations in your work. So you don't need to have them in, you know, the breaks that you're taking or in communicating with other coworkers. Take charge of your energy. I really hope this episode helps you because this was such an important topic and I wanted to address this in some time. So do that and know you are not alone out there. This happens to many of us, but you cannot always expect other people to know how you're feeling. So be the master of your energies. Thank you for listening today to The Shyest in the Room. And don't forget to subscribe if you want to learn more on mastering the business world as an introvert. Always remember, leaders are made, not born. Until next time. <laughs>